Good day, and welcome to episode 261 of Live Happy Now. This is Paula Phelps thanking you for joining us again this week. Most of us are aware already of how important it is to be able to use tools like mindfulness and meditation to help create inner calm. But as tough as it is for adults to master, imagine what it's like for a child. This week's guest has created a way to teach children things like meditation, mindfulness, yoga, and more with the help of some very cute ninja bunnies. Kamala Alicante is co-founder and chief content officer of Ninja Focus, an app that helps young children learn breathing techniques, mindfulness, emotional regulation, and a lot more. Her goal is to help strengthen families and motivate children to be kinder, more compassionate, and happier. Let's hear how Ninja Focus can help them do that. Kamala, thank you so much for coming on Live Happy Now today. Thank you for having me. What you've created is simply amazing, and I'm really excited for people to hear about this app and see what all it can do. Can you kind of start me off by talking about your intention behind creating Ninja Focus? Yes, of course. Ninja Focus, as maybe you guys have seen, is a mindfulness platform for kids. And we're really targeting the critical ages of three to 10 up to 12. And, you know, I'm a huge mindfulness advocate because of its beautiful restorative effects. And I was seeing in schools and um, in homes for my friends and for my family, people who are parents, they didn't have an effective way to really teach their kids about mindfulness. And, you know, mindfulness is an extremely inclusive practice. If you can breathe, you can practice mindfulness. <laughs> and it's important that young kids learn to practice mindfulness because it's an easy way to help them learn to focus on their own by paying attention to their breath and understanding how to be present and observing their own emotions in the moment. That way they're better equipped to respond in a way that's more productive and less emotional when they're feeling things that they don't want to feel. And I was seeing apps that were taking kids and, and teaching them how to sleep and yoga apps for kids, but I couldn't find a holistic platform that could teach kids about mindful eating and compassion and self-esteem and really learning what mindfulness is and how they can control their breath to reduce their stress and anxiety. And I wanted to create something super fun and focused on kids where kids could actually pick up the app or their parents could hand over the tablet and it would be healthy screen time that kids could understand how to navigate the app. And so we built this beautiful, cute little uh, ninja bunny mascot. <laughs> and I looked up what the most popular animals were because kids love animals and also kids love ninjas. So I thought of the idea of a ninja bunny. And why ninjas? Mainly because ninjas have to focus. They're silent and they have to pay attention to their surroundings in order to <laughs> do their job effectively. And so kids were able to easily relate to a ninja. So when kids go into the app, they're able to just pick an emotion like, how are you feeling today? And then they're offered you know, if they pick angry, they're offered a guided meditation that speaks straight to them about how they're feeling and in a language that's easy for, for young kids to understand. And, and that's, let me t say that that is something that really impressed me about it because you have that whole component of teaching children to identify what they're feeling. Because yeah. I mean, sometimes as adults, we haven't even learned how to do that. 
And I love <laughs> that you immediately have to start thinking like, okay, am I bored? Am I sad? Am I, which of these things am I? I thought that was really brilliantly done. How did you come up with a way to customize it for these different ages? Because that's what's cool too. When you go on there and you can choose the age range that you're in, mm-hmm. this is really a, a custom tailor experience for each child. Yeah. So, you know, I was a teacher previously and I worked with young children in various capacities, whether it be in community service or teaching them yoga or meditation. And with kids, the ability to customize is really important, especially for their development. And so when I was figuring out what the content would look like and how kids would consume it, what do I do? I actually called in kids. I called in kids. (laughs) I called in parents. We had one to three hour sessions with individuals individual families. And I took these kids through the different drawings we had at the time, and we had a prototype of the app. And so the app actually looked like a lot different. And when we had input from the kids, it really shaped their experience. So the app itself was driven by kids. And so the design is set that if a child is under the age of six, we noticed in our trials and we were doing research that that age group, they kind of just press things. So when they are under six, they're taken to a screen in the app where it's just a world of yoga falls and mindfulness mountains and meditation rocks. And so they're able to just click and explore and and find out what they like. And for the older kids who kind of understand emotion at that time, they're taken directly to the how are you feeling screen where they're able to pick how they're feeling in that moment and choose content that is relevant towards how they are feeling. And so that's, that's sort of what we did. I asked kids, I was like, kids, you tell me this is for you. This isn't for me. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, that's sort of how it was directed. And it's so adorable. Where'd the artwork come from? So it was the work of a team, a design team. And we had a lot of kids put their input as well. And when it comes down to it, what I did was we ran a contest on 99designs. And we had like 130 expert designers submit these bunny designs. And I literally told them, I just want a ninja bunny that's cute for kids. And so we narrowed it down to the top three. And I actually opened it up to kids that I taught in Spain, kids that I taught in Phoenix, and I, I sent it out on Facebook and we had kids choose which bunny they liked the most. And so kids chose the bunny and sort of the, the world and animation. I'm like, I'm a secret gamer myself. And so I put together a lot of different game designs and looked at what was working for kids and what wasn't working and sort of just drew out this world, gave it to designers and they made it happen. It's a very cute little play. I want to go live on Bunny Island. I, mean, I do too. It looks so beautiful. <laughs> I want to go hang out at the yoga falls. And just, <laughs> I'm there. Right. So, so how is it different teaching children mindfulness and teaching them to practice it than it is at an adult level? Oh, gosh. There are significant differences. With kids, it really depends on the age and their age of maturity. Because you can talk to a really mature three-year-old or a a three-year-old who just wants to run around and draw on the walls. And so it really depends on that child. But with kids, it's really 
putting it into the perspective of something that they can understand. With adults, I can just be like, breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your mouth. But for kids, I want them to visualize it because they're not able to understand their body as, as well as an adult would. And so when I'm teaching kids, for example, a breathing technique called belly breathing, with adults, I would say, breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, hold the breath. With kids, I say, okay, let's sit down, put your hand on your belly, put your hand on your heart, and do you hear yourself breathing? Did you know that we breathe all day long? And you don't have to intentionally breathe. You just breathe on your own. Your body knows how to do it. But right now, we're going to focus on blowing up a huge balloon in our belly. So breathe in and imagine that you're blowing up a big balloon in your tummy and exhale. The balloon is deflating. And so in that way, Kids are able to follow. They actually like to do it. With kids, you know, you can make an adult do something they don't really want to do because that's <laughs> what they have to do. But kids, they're a little, it's harder to get them to do something they don't want to do. So you kind of have to get them some buy-in. And by talking to them in that way, especially young children, it's easier for them to visualize what they're doing and actually feel the effects. What about meditation? Because that's a tough one for adults. And so how do you get children to learn meditation? Oh, it's super interesting, actually. So I had in our research trials, I was a little nervous. I was like, what if I get someone who just doesn't doesn't care, doesn't want to do anything. And I got a lot of hyperactive kids who their parents, they were like, ah, don't worry about it. I've never been able to get her to sit still for longer than three seconds. But what I did was I get them and I tell them, we're going to practice a superpower that you have that you might not know you have. So I tell them to sit down and I tell them, you know, it's a secret pass down through Ninja Bunny Island, that this superpower can help you focus almost immediately and help you understand how you're feeling and to reduce stress. Well, I don't say reduce to them, but to to chase away the feelings of sadness, anger, that weird pain in your chest. You may feel heaviness in your chest and in your body. You may ball up your fist. We are going to learn a power today to let go of those feelings that you don't like. And so we'll we'll sit down and I'll have them close their eyes and I'll have them like pay attention. For example, I just released a spider bunny meditation. I saw that. (laughs) This is super popular with the boys where you, you frame mindfulness and meditation as a power and it really is. And it's something they can do anywhere at any time and it only takes about a minute. It can take 30 seconds. And I have them sit down and I have them breathe through their nose and I tell them, okay, this is challenging, but I know you can do it. So breathe in for three and then hold your breath for three and then slowly release for three as if you're blowing off the birthday candles on your cake. You just blow out all of the air in three slow, deep sessions. And kids, they they get excited about it. And I had parents' jaws dropped on the floor, like, how did you get my kid to do that? And I said, you really have to make it fun. And you know, it's when you frame it that way, when in a way that kids can understand, is meditation is difficult. And even for me, I practice meditation every single day, but I have to force, it's a fight. Sometimes I just don't want to sit still and close my eyes. And with kids, you really have to get them invested in it. Like 
this is something that can help. You have to show them what the, what it can do for them immediately. And usually breathing has an immediate effect and it affects our cortisol levels almost immediately. And it has a permanent, almost semi-permanent effect with just four days straight of breathing for like a minute. So kids can feel the effect almost immediately. They're more likely to do it more. And so I try to get them to at least their first time doing it. They like to do it and they're more likely to use it again in the future. That's really great. And, and you also talk about how this can help them with sleep. Oh, so that, that should be a huge selling point for parents because this app can make your child sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, it's funny because I get a lot of friends, educators, experts telling me, um, you know, I actually use the sleep meditations and the lullabies for myself, not only my kids. So in the app itself... Now we've added onto how are you feeling sleepy and it takes you to sleepy shores, which has bedtime stories, sleep meditations and lullabies, which my audio engineer actually infused with binaural beats that sort of lull your body into a sleep naturally. And with kids, what our research has shown us, <laughs> we've actually had parents message me. I have parents Instagram me all the time and say things like, oh my goodness, it usually takes my child two hours to go to sleep. I played a bedtime story for her. I got her into her pajamas. Uh, she took a bath. I played the bedtime stories and she was out in under five minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. And I had parents saying, I will pay whatever it costs that I, <laughs> that I can take off two hours of this fight with my kid to get them to go to bed. We've had parents say, you know, my kid has has slept with me in my room for years. And finally, I've just played a bedtime story. I played a lullaby. I played a sleep meditation and she's sleeping in her own room. That almost brought me to my knees. I was in tears that we could have that effect. And so when we're talking to kids about sleep and bedtime stories, I ask them, why don't you want to go to sleep? A lot of them said, well, I'm not ready. I want to do this. I want to do that. Or it's, there's a weird sound in my room or it's too quiet in my room. And so those, those sounds are really comforting for them. And then the bedtime stories are an adventure. They're able to listen and, and, and just travel into dreamland. And before they know it, they don't even get to finish the bedtime story. <laughs> Oh, wow. They have to come back tomorrow and find out how it ends. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yes. I love, they're my favorite, actually. <laughs> well, we're, we're trying to record a lot more and we'll definitely have more bedtime stories as the months pass. Well, when did this actually launch? Yeah, so it launched both on the iOS App Store and also the Google Play Store last October. So it's fairly new. So we're still, of course, collecting user data. We're looking at our ratings. We're asking parents to give us their feedback and to give us video testimonial. We want to see how we can improve the app, make it better for kids, and eventually onboard like hundreds of thousands of kids onto this app where they're learning meditation and mindfulness in a way that they want to learn. You're, we're like we're raising a generation of ninja bunnies. Yes. <laughs> we're compassionate, kind, caring, well-rested children. <laughs> That's what we need. And you come at this from a unique position because you have a background in psychology and the neuroscience of early childhood development. So it's not yeah. like you just 
are taking a stab in the dark at what to do. How do you see this benefiting a child? Say a child starts doing this, project down the road a few years, what kind of difference is this going to make in how they approach their life? Oh gosh, I have so much science for you. I'll try to do it. I love science. I'll try to answer it as quick as I can. But scientific research itself tells us that practicing mindfulness meditation, especially guided audio or with an expert focused on compassion, regulates the actual neural circuitry of our emotion. And what that means is a child who practices as little as like one to three per day of just mindfulness meditation for as little as four days in a row has almost semi-permanent effects on their amygdala and on their response to stressful psychological challenges. Mindfulness meditation has been shown to actually give the brain resilience to outside stressful factors, whether it come from parents or school. And so research also tells us that it decreases and alleviate symptoms of depression, ADHD, anxiety, and even among like our hundred five-star reviews on our app, we've had parents sharing their anecdotal stories of the restorative effects of listening to the meditations on the Ninja Focus app. They're saying things like, you know, my kid has ADHD. He's not able to focus on homework. I played some of your music in the background and he was able to focus for three times longer than he normally does. And things like that is is phenomenal for kids. It's life-changing. Just the conscious and intentional control of the breath can almost immediately decrease a child's anxiety and their ability to cope with discomfort and unpleasant thoughts and emotions. And it's just so beautiful that it is so quick that they can do it. And it's so easy. They just have to breathe and focus, be present, understand their emotions, observe their breath. And a famous research study that was conducted in New Zealand followed about a thousand children from the age of three. And they were separated into two groups. One group were three-year-olds who were able to understand their emotions and who could practice mindfulness and understand to be proactive versus reactive. The other group were three-year-olds who were unable to control their emotions, could not focus on a task for longer than a minute. And these kids had completely different life outcomes, significantly different. And so the kids, the three-year-old kids who were focused already and who understood compassion grew up to have healthy marriages, healthy children. They were more likely to graduate from college, make a middle-class income. They were more likely to be healthier and were free of, of terminal illness. Whereas the group that of the three-year-olds who were unable to focus, unable to pay attention, were never introduced to meditation or mindfulness in their life, were more likely to be convicted, go to jail. They were more likely to divorce. They were more likely to drop out of high school. And they were also more likely to be unhealthy and have terminal illnesses. And 
they followed these kids all the way from three years old to 43 years old, a 40-year study on a thousand participants. Now, that data is extremely important in showing us the effects of mindfulness. And so I'm not saying that if you don't practice mindfulness with your kids, they're going to go to jail. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) They have a better opportunity to be healthy and to enjoy life and to be happy. Why not introduce mindfulness to your kids? And as you introduce it, it then becomes second nature to them. So unlike us who have to remind ourselves as adults to do these (laughs) things, it's really going to become part of their daily practice, just like brushing their teeth. Right, exactly. And piggybacking off of that thought is when kids are, are now internalizing meditation and mindfulness, in their future interactions with their peers, with their future spouses, with their future, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, with their parents, instead of reacting immediately, they sort of have this conscious wiring of taking a step back, breathing, observing how they feel, and then responding less emotionally and more productive. And so that is the the intention behind Ninja Focus is to give those tools and to help guide kids in a way that when they're not available to use the app, when they're not with their parents, they understand how to behave correctly. Well, not correctly, that's subjective, but to behave in a way that is less emotional and more productive, that they are able to be understood and they can understand others and truly cope with outside stressors and their environment, no matter which environment they're navigating. That is fantastic. And the thing that really struck me about this as well is that this is something that's good for the whole family. Yes, it's designed for children, but I think the family as a unit can use this and everybody benefits from it, especially right now. There's no way that you could have planned it, that we were all going to be cooped up together. Um, (laughs) So how can families use this together? Yes. Oh, my goodness. So... For families, you're already at home, you already have a phone, open up the app. And what I think is really fun and what I've done previously with my family is we'll sit in a circle and we'll pass the phone around and we'll let each person choose like, how are you feeling today? And maybe mommy is stressed and daddy is excited and sister is feeling a little lonely because she can't go to school and she can't see her friends and pass it around and each do a one to three minute meditation together. And for a total of, you know, if you have five family members, five minutes of meditation or 10 minutes of meditation together and they're able to play this fun game where they're able to share their emotions as a family, but then they're also able to find a solution together and meditate and breathe together. Families who meditate together stay together. That's what I say. And so I love that. That's a fun way to do it. And now that they have time, they're able to sit with their kids and practice mindfulness or listen to music in the background or at bedtime, listen to a bedtime story together and act it out if they want to. So there's, there's a lot of ways for kids to interact. There is so much that this app has to offer. And I'm really glad that you're able to come on and tell us about it. And something that you're doing that I think is really cool is through July 1st, you're making the app and the content free to download. Yes. What was the motivation behind that? 
Oh gosh. <laughs> so I have two other co-founders and they're the business guys. I'm the mindfulness ohm person. And so <laughs> I always so I was like, let's give it free to everyone. And so, you know, with coronavirus, myself, I'm very stressed out staying at home because I'm an extremely social creature. I go out with friends all the time. I go dancing a lot. And I am a yoga teacher as well. And so shutting down everything and not being able to see my students and to actually be with friends has been very stressful. And with parents, they have an additional stressor, additional challenges with schools closed and daycares closed. And it didn't make sense to me. Why would we charge for this, this beautiful solution that we could get into families' homes and to get into the hands of parents to decrease these challenges that they have with their kids? And so we talked and we decided, let's just make it free and give it to as many people as they can so that we can offer some healing to the world. It is a global pandemic and our app is available in over 65 countries. And so people around the world are able to use the app without any barriers. And that is extremely important for me for the app to be inclusive. But before coronavirus, we actually do have the app for free. Half of the content is always free. And in the future, we'll see what we do. But for now, until July, all of that content is free. And I hope that families and parents will take advantage of learning mindfulness and doing some yoga. And I'm guessing that they will, because this is, if nothing else, you got to download it to look at the pictures. So <laughs> it's so, so cute. I just can't say that enough, like how, how adorable this is. So, Kamala, thank you so much for coming on and thank you for doing this, for providing this free for people to get through a really tough time. Thank you so much, Paula, for having me. This is so great. That was Kamala Alicante, co-founder and chief content officer of Ninja Focus. You can learn more about Ninja Focus and follow the link to download your own free version of the app by visiting us at livehappynow.com. We hope you've been joining us every weekday to start each day with the Live Happy Daily Happiness Briefing. After enabling this as an Alexa skill, you can start every weekday with a two-minute dose of happiness. Visit our website for a link to enable the Live Happy Daily Happiness Briefing. That is all we have time for today. We'll meet you back here again next week for an all-new episode. And until then, this is Paula Phelps reminding you to make every day a happy one.